0: Come on okay. in and grab a seat at the Reality Roundtable. I'm Meg. And I'm the big guy. And we are the Reality Rascals. Uh, the episode starts with the uh, clueless so and so still celebrating the ouster of someone so insignificant that his removal shouldn't have been as momentous as they, they all made it out to be. You, you have to sit there and listen to Katura crack the joke about the silence. Is Bruce not lecturing me? That I funny. get that, that she was annoyed and he was annoying. But he was really her only hope at this point. Now that I said that, she'll probably make it to the final three. But then we get her, her, her horror story of a childhood, which now I got to root for her, which yeah. I didn't want to have to do. But that was just the most, that was the saddest story I think I've heard in a long, long time. Yeah, that but was a the child promised as a child bride, too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Terrible, terrible. And, and And now on top of that, Chapo has her in our pool, our little pool that we do. So, you know, you, you almost want him to win because he's so shocked and in those rare instances when he de- does win that it, it would make me losing worth it just to see him so shocked that he won. Well, I don't, I
1: don't, I don't think anybody wants him to win, but, but carry on.
0: <laughs> so what do you think she meant when she said, why can't we just get, why can't we just
1: vote someone out at four? I didn't understand what that meant. Yeah, I didn't either. I, don't, I, I think she was just talking. I was confused on that as well. I didn't understand because like she's not part of the final four,
0: so like I'm no. thinking, okay, that makes sense if you're D or you're Julie or one of those guys, one of the core four. But she's not one of them, so what did she did she mean like just she's gonna beg off the island and vote those <laughs> four out? It Didn't make sense to me. I didn't, and and I saw people talking about it, but it, it, I couldn't
1: infer what they what it, what it meant. At this, but at this point, shouldn't shouldn't people consider bringing her to the end because she ain't gonna win?
0: Yeah, I would. Th- I mean, at some point, you gotta start saying, okay, I want to be next to her. I want to be next to
1: Jake. Like, um, I definitely could see Jake going to the final three now. She's done absolutely nothing, really. I mean, she hasn't yeah. really pissed anybody off except for, for Bruce. but She has been pretty, because
0: she's been so singularly focused on Bruce that she hasn't offended anybody else. And she's willing to work with anyone, so she just goes along with it because it's not her, and it's, you know, an attempt to to get eventually get Bruce, which was her big move to that, that she didn't even make. Yeah. Whatever. Early on, we also get what was really the momentous moment, which is, Drew and Austin talking about, and there may have been other people there, but I think it was Drew and Austin talking about how the core four haven't gotten broken up and, and now they're in the catbird seat and how could they let them get this far? And that really is the the headline, right? Is that this group of four that everyone knows has been together since whatever we started with, was it 12 people? No one's ever made a run at one of the core four.
1: Yeah, the Reba Four have been strong for weeks now. All
0: right, so it was a great reward challenge. They were tied to a rope, which was tangled in a knot, and they had to untangle it. The trick was they could rush and try to kind of guess at the right amount, but they didn't know how much they needed to untangle to get to the end. And then once they got to the end, they had to throw these, like, beanbags, I think it was. They had to throw something and knock down the the puzzle pieces. And if you threw it too far and you didn't have enough rope, you couldn't go reach and get it. Right. I didn't even take that into account when they were saying enough rope. Right, because you saw people having to go back and untangle more and then come back. You never anticipated that they would throw the bag so far that they couldn't go get it. And in Drew's case, it resulted in him making some really awkward-looking throws in an attempt to keep it from going too far. And I'm sitting here saying, I'm literally saying out loud, why is he throwing it like that? Why is he? And then I realized quickly that, because I think Jeff said something, but I realized quickly that it was because if he threw it too far, he wouldn't have any left because he couldn't reach two of his... Bags. I think he couldn't
1: throw. It, it was like watching Chuck Knoblock throwing the ball from second to first. And <laughs> he was throwing him directly into the into the ground. Like the first, the first four, and I'm like on the couch. I'm like laughing. I'm like this guy has no shot, no shot of winning. He couldn't even knock one off. And then you know, obviously we know what happened. after that. But,
0: uh, at uh, the end, it looked like he was trying to land it on top of the. It's like when they have the one
1: where it's way up high and they have to land this bag on top yeah. of the
0: platform. That's what I thought he was. Yeah, he to, did, yeah. yeah he
1: definitely changed the strategy later on. Laughing at Jake though too because he I think he was the first one to try it. He he was at least fifty yards short the first time he tried to, to run after the with the rope. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah.
0: He was nowhere even close. I
1: I'm not even close. I think he had to go back like three times.
0: His attempts to do it quickly resulted in him taking longer because he had to keep right. running back and forth. I think the strategy there is to unravel it's like when you've got the hose and you're trying to reach it around the corner, and your best attempt is just to get as much out as possible. Because going back and forth takes longer than just unraveling extra. Ultimately, Drew wins, and it's his first feather in his cap. He's done things behind the scenes, and you talked about that last week. But this week is the first time that he's done anything that everyone is aware of, and that is when this—it wasn't even an immunity, but it was <laughs> well, at something. At least he won
1: something. I mean, he needed something on the resume, so yes. At least he, after struggling at the beginning, and then he. Do you remember Jeff saying at, at the beginning of that challenge it had to read the same on both sides? I remember him saying it.
0: um, I remember him saying it specifically to Austin a couple times. Because he said to Austin, I thought Austin
1: won. And then he's like, no, it's got to be the same on both sides. And and you look on the other side, and it it was not even remotely close to the same word. I thought
0: it was odd that Austin lost even because he got it really quickly. Jeff told him what was wrong with it, and he didn't do anything. He didn't try to spell it correctly. And he said, oh, I just had like a brain fart or whatever. But it almost seemed like it was intentional.
1: Yeah, that was weird. Anyway, it was interesting how they had it. It was like the half circle. And yes, it, I didn't think Drew was going to win that either. When the blocks kept just falling out, it didn't look like you could hold
0: it enough to right. to get it to support itself. Because Drew won, he got to pick two people, and of course, he took the boys. Right. Um, That's good you thing. Know. Made sense.
1: You know, she took all the girls last last week for the girls' of the night.
0: The fact that he would have had to choose between Julie and D, right? Because right. he he took Austin first, and then he had to choose between Julie and D. Someone would have been upset. Yep. Uh, someone would have been left behind with all the other people, and they could have started to flip on the core force. So it's better to keep them separate. While at the reward challenge, I think it was a do-it-yourself barbecue, basically, right? It was a do yourself barbecue. I think they gave them the, some grill food, and we didn't get to see them cook it, which is what I anticipated. Yeah.
1: Right. I, yeah. I thought of that after it was over, I'm like, wait a minute. They didn't even show them even. They didn't even show it. Would you think you think they would have shown that?
0: Yeah. There was enough in the episode where they didn't need it, but I was just in the moment. I'm like, oh, let's see them cooking it. They all thought it was a great idea to get rid of Julie, which was kind of put forth by Austin and Drew. It wasn't the best idea if you're anyone but Jake.
1: But I was laughing when they, were, they said, oh, yeah, we're the core four, blah, blah. And in the same breath, they're like, so what do you think about getting Julie out? I think yeah. <laughs> I'm think. i like, wait a minute. You just said you were going to stick together. And then two seconds later, you're saying, how about we get Julie out?
0: Drew definitely was, you know, the kids would call it thirsty. Um, he he was he in a different way, I guess, but. <laughs> um, so Drew Drew definitely wanted to get out Julie and it was clear in every move that he made and every conversation that he had that he wants to be the one to make the move first and he wants it to be his idea so that he can put that on his resume. But I think it was a little too hard at this point, not because it's not a good time to get her out because obviously it is, but because no one's ready for that yet. They're all still thinking we're going to uh, to eliminate at least one more person from the other side before we go at each other. And that's probably what the motivation was behind his trying to get her out one step earlier than they probably should have. Also mixed in there was a boat that shows up to the camp. Everyone's been anticipating that because the idol left with Bruce, that there will be another idol put back in. And here it is. It's a puzzle though. It's a little different than they usually do it. Emily has to solve a puzzle where she can risk her vote to earn an idol. We've seen this puzzle before and she immediately recognizes it. And she's like, nope, I'm not going to do it. I don't know how you felt about her decision to keep her vote, um, but I want to start discussing it in the reverse order. So she gets back to the island and everyone's like, oh, she's lying. Right. And so my rationale when, when she was doing this, I said this out loud to the people I was watching with, she has to go for it because her vote isn't worth anything. At the very least, I thought they weren't going to believe her because everyone that's come back, D has been like, nope, they're lying, they're lying, they're lying. Every time, every time. And so I really feel like no matter what she said, they wouldn't have trusted her. So her decision to not risk her vote, to keep her vote, and to not attempt to get the idol is really what did her in here because she knew she had to know that she's at the bottom, and if she isn't plan A, she's plan B, and if she's not plan B, she's plan C, and so she's going to go. So she needs to have that idol for a moment when. Someone else uses as an idol unexpectedly, or perhaps she hears her name, and she just didn't do it. And I don't understand why she thought her vote was so
1: important. As soon as I saw her get off the boat and they had the challenge there, I was like, you have to do it. I was actually shocked that she didn't, because she was she's done all this work. She was getting strong. I mentioned like two weeks, gaining momentum to actually win this thing out of, out of nowhere. And it was a quick decision, too. She, well, she didn't sit there for, I mean, who knows how long she was there, but it made it sound like it was a quick decision. Nope, um, yeah. my vote is more important oh my god well, that's gonna be a million dollar mistake and turns out it was
0: it was yeah earlier we got the whole survivor love confessional thing between d and austin which it was clearly setting up the moment which i'm about to talk about which is austin needing to tell d about the plan he has to tell d about the plan because if he didn't tell d that that they were going to vote out julie or at least attempt to vote out julie then she'd probably hate him she wouldn't be able to trust him
1: yeah and then he tells her and then she runs right to Julie. Which yes. was, I'm like, what are you doing?
0: So at the very least, I understand why he told her, even if I don't think it was yeah. the smartest play. Yeah, I, I do. I do get that. And I really feel like, you know, what he did was set up in and in, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Right. Because I don't want to give him too much credit. But what he did was he set up kind of like this unspoken move to get out Drew at the next tribal. Because if we take a moment, and just kind of connect the dots. He told D knowing that she would go tell julie or at least suspecting that she might that there was a, and at the very least he he didn't care if she told her right so now in the next episode when everyone has to explain themselves which i think is going to be great when everyone has to explain themselves to julie he can say well you know i didn't want you to go that's why i told d but i had to maintain my alliance with drew in case you did go through in case my plan to keep you didn't work and now let's get out drew so at the very least, he doesn't accidentally become a target at the next tribal. He's got this plausible deniability. At best, he's got this plan that he didn't really intend to have, but he can say it was his plan to keep her. And I don't think that what he did strategically was as bad as it looked at first glance.
1: Yeah, that makes a good good point. Yeah, you know, He's going to he's gonna have to do some damage next episode. That was weird. That, and even when, when Dee told Julie that she's like, oh, I have to get Austin out. And then she's like, "Oh no, that's a bad idea." Then what, then, what, then what are you telling me for? Then you know, and we'll get to it later. The tribal when she said, "Please don't vote for him," you know. But whatever. she
0: even said, "She even said he's my number one," which is right. like, "What are you crazy?" Yeah,
1: right, right. I don't know, then know. What are you telling person? her for then? If, if you're begging her not to vote for him, yeah, I was annoyed that you know, that Austin of all people is coming after me. Right. You know, all I mean, it was nice to everybody, and you know, I have not wronged anybody. And then she was annoyed, and then she's like, "Oh, he he wanted to get you out, but please
0: don't vote." for And she doesn't even try to sugarcoat it or come up with an excuse or whatever, like at least say, let's get rid of, you know, Emily. And then next round, we'll dump Drew and we'll all work together. And it was was silly. Like a a partially cooked pizza is better than no pizza at all. You know, at least come up with some half-cocked idea as opposed to no idea and say, oh, well, he's my number one. I can't get him out. Because all that does is tell her that she needs to go find somebody else. And that somebody else is going to be someone that you don't expect because you don't know who it is. It was just infuriating in that moment because she love struck. She has an infatuation. And she's like, No, please, please don't vote out my love interest. Yeah, no, yeah she was basically begging. Uh, so at Tribal,
1: Julie used her idol, which wasn't a shock. And remember, they were making a big deal about Austin asking for the idol back mm-hmm. since it was his to begin with. Usually the person has given the idol back when it wasn't used.
0: Without asking,
1: yeah. Right. So she just kept it. I wonder if that's going to come up at all, that she didn't even, you know, maybe afterwards when this thing is over. I'm just curious why she didn't even, like, offer it back and say, hey, if I need it again, will you give it to me? She just kept it, like it was hers. She didn't find it.
0: Now, that's a great point, because it's something that's not being talked about, and it's a really shrewd move. He is in a spot where he can't ask for it back, because there has to be this level of trust and everything else. And so in this instance, she should have given it back to him right away, and the fact that she didn't is, is a shrewdness that we don't associate with Mama Jay. He gave us her what? 4 weeks
1: ago? 3 yeah. or
0: 4. Yeah, and it's almost like she's hoping he forgets about it. And I understand when he said, "She kept my idol. I, I have to vote her out. I have to flush that idol out because now yeah. she's got this yeah. idol over me." That's what he basically was saying. I think that's going to be his excuse when she talks when they talk together um in the next episode, but I don't think she's going to receive it and understand what he's saying. All right, so back to tribal. So at Tribal, um, no one was shocked because Drew and Austin already knew that Julie knew, and ultimately Emily was sent packing. It was kind of, at that point, you kind of knew what was going to happen. The only, the only thing was, okay, is she going to vote for Austin or is she going to vote for Emily? But it seemed to me pretty clear that she was like, all right, I'm going to vote for Emily, even though I know I should vote Austin out.
1: Yeah, we all knew that they were all going to vote for Julie. Right. And they still had the dramatic music, so you didn't really know until the end when there's one vote left, is it going to be Emily or Austin? Again... I think it was a million-dollar mistake by Julie. I agree. But they kept saying, oh, if we bring her to the end, she had a good shot of winning because she was in the finals of those immunity challenges twice. And then she didn't piss anybody off. Everybody liked her. If she wanted to win, she would have took out Austin. And he would have took her out for revenge. And he would have went home with the idol in his pocket.
0: Yes, I 100% agree. It's a million-dollar mistake.
1: Emily knew she was on Borrowed Time. I was actually telling Chapo in the, during the show, I was actually pulling for Emily at this point. And then right. uh, now that she's gone, you know, going forward, Austin still has his idol. He has to play it. So he's in the final four. And then there's going to be one idol again up for grabs in the jungle. Everybody's going to be out there looking for it. You know, they tried to do that with Emily in the challenge, but I was surprised that no one said, hey, Bruce went home with the idol in his pocket. Maybe we should go look at the jungle, which no one did. They didn't even bring it up.
0: So Emily, she had one of the best player transformations I've ever seen. Yeah, so if you compare who she was in the first two episodes to who she was in the last two, especially sure. with her quote-unquote big move to get out Bruce... Uh, as opposed to in the beginning when she was just putting her foot in the mouth constantly. Definitely a different person. I can't wait to see what happens with Austin and Drew and how they handle this with Julie. And then what happens with Dee, who's kind of in the middle. Like I said before, I think that Austin, his best bet is to say, you had my idol, I had to flush it out because yours was stronger than mine. I really want to work with you. I can't possibly go to the end with you. You're going to beat everyone that's here. It was my opportunity to make a move, and I had to do it. Something like that. Yeah. It's not going to make mend bridges, and it's definitely going to be Julie against the other three, or at least the other two, Drew and Austin. Who do you think goes home?
1: I think it's going to be Jake. Really? Yeah. The preview shows him and Katura trying to team up and they do the fist pump, and he's been skating by. I like the guy, but I think his time's up. Just because I can see Katera just go into the finals if she gets that far. I, I said this for weeks now. I, I, I want to see a D, Drew, Austin final three because I want to see a good final. We can't have landslides. landslide. I want 4-4. Four, four. I want to see the tide with one vote left and so we don't know where it's going.
0: I think that for this next episode, what I'm hoping for is you get Austin to go back to D and Julie and say, let's get out Drew. Yeah. And then he gives Drew his idol. But I don't think he can do that to D. So that sets up the beginning. You're going to get the fallout, which I think is going to be must watch TV. You have to figure out what the heck they're going to say to her, how it's going to move forward. She's obviously going to be upset no matter what. This is the year of grudges and holding a grudge. And I don't think that's going to change. But what I found a little odd was we never saw Drew or anyone else assume that Austin was the one who told D who then told Julie and we saw it first person. So we know that's what happened, but no one talked about it. And they're still like, Oh, didn't drew
1: Didn't drew ask him.
0: Yeah. So Austin said, I told, I told D so it has the, the assumption has to be that D then told Julie, but no one ever said that out loud. And uh, Drew and Austin's relationship has one been one largely of unspoken assumptions. And so my question is in addition to what they tell Julie about the vote, how does drew handle it? How does Austin handle Drew knowing? How does everyone handle the fact that this group is completely blown up in every way possible? And then where do the pieces yeah. fall and who aligns with whom? Because I think that what we're going to see here is a shift in the power potentially with the from the final four. And that's why I don't think that Jake will go home because I think that in order to preserve your safety, the core four can be no more.
1: Well, yeah, they've got to turn on each other, and it's got to be coming soon. But I still think that Jake Jake's going to go before Katura just because Katura doesn't do anything.
0: Next week, it does look like there's a little bit of fighting going on. It looks like there's some strategizing a couple of weeks too late between Jake and Katura You know, now that Bruce is gone, we're going to see Katura actually start to play. And we saw that this episode. It's unfortunate that it took this long for her to play because I think that she has a lot to offer the game. And was just so singularly focused on Bruce that she wasn't able to play. She was handcuffed a bit, but it will be interesting to see if there's anything she can do on the way out. Yeah. starts playing
1: now. It's too late.
0: Too late. Yeah. But for
1: sure. For sure. yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, it, there was that one preview too, but Drew was throwing something and said he was furious at mama J.
0: So that ends it for, for this week's episode. Best of luck to anyone that's in the pool, anyone that's in their own pool, all the survivors and contestants can't wait to see what happens. It is shaping up to be, like you said, a good
1: final. Hopefully that's what we get. The 20th will be the finale, if you're keeping track on your calendar with all your Christmas shopping. So it should be a good ending, and we look forward to this week and next week.
0: So that wraps up this episode for the Reality Rascals. I'm Big Guy. I'm Ags. And we're out of here.